0: You miss the glory days of talk radio, where the hosts knew their stuff and were not spreading fake stories. What would it be like if those same hosts could speak their mind and not have to answer to management for it? I have just the thing for you. Spencer Hughes Podcast Adventures is the new show from Spencer Hughes, formerly of Fox News Radio and a host of other places. For as little as one dollar a month, you can have access to Spencer again. His insights will make you think, and his humor will make you laugh. This is your chance to help a man build his dream and support his family. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Spencer Hughes today and subscribe to one of the several levels you can choose from. You will not be disappointed in the content you are going to begin receiving. Patreon.com forward slash Spencer Hughes, adventurous content, the way radio used to be. So we went to our first city council meeting in a really long time. I guess you could say we're back at it.
1: Yeah, we're back at it. Well, it hasn't been that long. We went to the Buena Park City Council meeting a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. And we were going to go to the Buena Park City Council meeting. Tonight. Tonight. That's how I know it was a couple <clears throat> weeks ago. But we were running late, and I really just wanted to speak about the crime down yeah. the road here. Um, and we were running late. So there was no point because I wouldn't have made it in time for the public comments. So we skipped that.
1: We tried a new taco place. It
0: was meh.
1: Meh. It won't be making our list of best tacos, put it
0: that way. Holy cow, no. When we do that episode, which will be coming up because we did pizza.
1: We also did tacos. Well we, we did, did Mexican
0: Mexican food. Now we should do tacos.
1: Specifically tacos.
0: But I'm going to tell you guys, you're gonna be mad at me, but Taco Bell would make my top five for tacos. And Mitchell would agree with me. It's just, you know, be mad at me if you want, but it's I'm not how mad. we feel. <sighs> anyway.
1: I could eat Taco Bell every single day.
0: We wound up going to the La Palma City Council meeting because they're kids. considering introducing an ordinance that allows certain types of legal marijuana businesses in the northern industrial end of their city, okay? So, for instance, uh, marijuana cultivation, marijuana testing, um,
1: marijuana, processing. marijuana
0: processing, so like turning it into an edible mm-hmm. or a concentrate or a cream. And there was packaging as well. And then there was, was packaging... packaging. Um and in distribution, the trucks being able to go. Yeah. Okay. And then, the and then they're potentially considering um, online sales and delivery. Right. Okay. But that was a. But that was maybe. that was a maybe. But they are potentially considering that. Okay. The only thing they're not considering is a dispensary. No dispensaries. Right. That means nobody has to come to your city to buy marijuana because there's nothing there. To buy marijuana from.
1: The marijuana will structurally grow in your city and then leave.
0: And if there were sales, it would be in a truck driving to the customer. The customer doesn't drive to you. Right. Important to remember for later in this episode, because this is going to be a batshit crazy episode. Because what we witnessed tonight was, well...
1: Sheer fucking lunacy.
0: Batshit crazy. Sheer fucking lunacy. So, okay, where where should we start? You tell me.
1: We should start with the social media lead-up to tonight. Okay. It's important information for later.
0: Yeah. So, they got all in an uproar hearing about this. And so, the real city council meeting where they discussed this was last Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Was this a special meeting or something? This was a
0: special meeting. So last Tuesday, that was the real meeting. And they were advertising for the week up to last Tuesday the need for people to come out. And this person was anti the whole idea. And then I made a comment like, well, you you do realize that marijuana is legal and that cities need to take control over the regulations and rules that are going to eventually come out of it if they want to stay ahead of the game. They have to take control. Okay, ironically, that was the argument made in favor of passing this tonight. They
1: can't just stick their head in the sand. Right,
0: they have to take control. I think it's ironic that that's what I said on social media. Anyway, the lady basically just dismissed me and said, well, it's okay if you're for that, then you're for that, but we're against it. And that's that's that. And that's why. Well, like, way to go. Yeah, you just decimated my argument. But hey, we'll, we'll just ignore you. So we can continue. Well, of
1: course. These people don't want to hear what you have to say if you're opposing them. They only want you to say things if you support them. Well, that's the other well, big thing. I' we've not learned this yet.
0: But that's the other big thing that I've noticed tonight. And I'm going to paint it kind of in the same picture as the SB-54 situation. Because it's very similar. You had people who were absolutely in favor of this idea. On one side. Yes. And you had people who were absolutely opposed to the idea on the other side. And then, of course, there were people in the middle. But who did you hear from? You heard from the people who were absolutely for it. And you heard from the people who were absolutely against it. Right. You got the extremes. And so those extremes were, like, loud and obnoxious. But the whole time... The city up there is trying to give an unbiased presentation. They're trying to actually address the issues. They take the time to go through these social media posts and respond in the meeting to those posts. Something that every person I've seen on Facebook complains about. That well, I want to be able to tell the city council, but they never respond to me. They responded directly to your right? stupid social media posts. But you're going to say that they're not transparent? Really? Really. They did something that they don't even come close to having to do. They looked at your social media, first of all. And then it was obviously brought to the attention of the city council because right. it wouldn't have been on the agenda if it hadn't been brought to their attention. Right. It was brought to their attention, and they chose the path of let's respond to their comments in our presentation.
1: Every single one of them. Yeah. Because I've read all of the comments yeah. on social media. And anyhow, issues.
0: that's what's funny. You see, like, hundreds of comments. It's really, like, five topics.
1: And four of those topics were only said once, and most of it's all one topic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you find. Usually the loudest screamers and yellers Don't know what the are on the losing about. side of the argument.
1: Oh, my God. And that's
0: why they're so loud. Because they're on the losing side of the argument.
1: I just can't. What? Okay. Okay. I have, I have to say this. Go for it. The population tonight at the meeting was not exactly young. No. Okay. So these are the people... I'm, I'm generalizing. So my apologies if I offend you hmm. slightly. I'm generalizing. These are the people that are saying that young people can't be bothered to read, don't know what they're talking about, are ruining the world for everyone, and make uninformed decisions. Well, yeah. and that, okay. you know, but That's
0: where I was going with my comments. so I'll have to remember that. Go okay. ahead.
1: But these people sat through two identical presentations tonight. They were identical. Each
0: of which were an hour long, by the way. I Identical. By the way, did you notice that that was his abbreviated presentation and it Sweet took an Jesus. hour? Jesus. Can you imagine the detailed full presentation?
1: That dude's monotonous voice oh, made God. me want to gouge my ears off. Anyway, that's
0: beside the point. You were ready to smoke marijuana just so you didn't have to listen to him. That's
1: anywhere. what I said to Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> I said... These people are so monotonous, it makes me want to get high listening to them. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Two identical presentations that outlined every single motherfucking point in this, whatever it's called, proposal item.
0: It was Not a sure? public hearing, and it's a, and it's a. It's going to and be it's a, a, and it's a part of the municipal code, so it'll be a new chapter in the municipal change? code. Yeah, Coded whatever it's called. It's a code edition.
1: Two hours of yammering on the exact same things. Everything was said yeah. at least twice, and maybe yeah, additional times. To be clear, be guys, manager, to she be clear,
0: repetitive. to be clear, what the what the consultant was trying to do is. Generalized This is what cities should do. This is how cities should act. This is how cities blah, blah, blah. But we all know that the city was paying for him to tell them what to do. What? And so by him saying that he would do this and maybe do that and maybe do that if he was a city, that's basically saying you need to do this and do this and do this and do that.
1: So they were educated. So they were following that path, these people—they were educated for two hours on this topic, and they still get up and say the most asinine things. Like, it's like they were taught the sky was blue, and they got up and bitched that it's purple. <laughs> well,
0: that's what I was saying. That's where I was headed with the I to comment before because then that lady that was like the leader of the social media charge.
1: Yes, that lady. You know,
0: She goes on there, and they've already said multiple times there will be no locations in La Palma that will have physical storefronts to sell marijuana. None. The only way they can sell it is storefrontless internet sites and then deliver it. And they're not even sure they want to do that. That's like sounds to me like if they could strike two lines out of there that's what they would strike out of there right now but okay they say all this and what's her first comment we don't want all of the surrounding cities to send people in here buying marijuana they just told you there won't be any way to buy marijuana in the city and you're going to, that's the first thing you're going to say? How much are you paying attention to what's being said? I'll tell you how much. Zero you talked about how rude they were. They didn't pay attention. And that's where I was going with the extreme thing. Neither side pays attention. They come in there with their mind made up. And they don't listen to anything that's said. Nothing. Their mind is made up. Therefore, that's how it is. Nothing you say. They could say, look. This check says $50 million, and you could look at it and go, no, actually it says $50. It's even written over here, $50. No, it's $50 million, and they'll point at it vehemently because they've decided that it's $50 million. And even though you show them that in black and white it says $50, you are wrong.
1: Did you know, also, what this l- lunatic brought up? That the entire $500,000 plus in revenues is going to bring into the city of La Palma is going to go straight into the pocket of the La Palma city manager? Yeah,
0: that was someone's comment, too. That they know that once the revenue comes in, that it'll immediately be distributed in the form of raises to the staff.
1: Now, I know she couldn't have been talking about the city council and their $200 a year stipend. $200 a month? A month. $200 a month stipend. They might raise it to two hundred and five. Come on now, yeah, that's quite a hefty pay increase.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Five dollars.
1: Woo! Now, do most people work at their day job and expect 2.5%. to get a raise each year? Most of course most people and better
0: than two and a half percent too.
1: I would, I would think so. So, if you expect that at your job, why should the city manager not expect that at her job? Just curious. My guess is. The raise she gets in 2019, if she gets one, will be the same regardless of this marijuana rezoning. Well, but
0: here's the thing. You asked a question. Let me answer it for you because I can answer on the part of the public if you'd like. Why does it matter? Because Because it's their tax dollars. They're paying their money to give that raise. Don't bother that when they're asking for a raise at their work, there's somebody that owns that company that they're taking that money out of their profit to give to you. So it's no different than you taking a little more of your tax dollars to go to help pay someone's pay increase that you want so they should be allowed to want.
1: Why are the idiots always the entitled ones?
0: But okay, how prophetic was it that he brought that one guy up there with the tattoos. Like he let the he le, who, who the first person that spoke was the he was the Hispanic older guy, right? <laughs> okay, and he was definitely against it.
1: I didn't hear much of what he said because he was also fairly monotonous and he talked. Really but he was globally.
0: definitely against it. Okay, I, I can't remember his exact reasons why he was against it. But then I'm
1: sure it was the Mexican mafia. To
0: me, no, I don't think he said that. He, in fact, I know he didn't say it. But to me, what was fairly prophetic was the second guy who was covered in tattoos, who goes up there, and he I'm telling you, tattoos. and I'm telling you, oh, well, he did. I'm telling you, when he started talking, I swear to you, I thought he was against it too. Well, yeah,
1: because he started out by talking about the very unfortunate situation that happened in Long Beach, and exactly,
0: he, and then he how came he, off as
1: extremely pro law enforcement, extremely pro like. That kind of people... That's why
0: I think he was prophetic and amazing. Because he really... He didn't come off that way. He He was was that that way. way. And, like, he was so honest that he talked about how... And he did it in such a cool way. He talked about how, you know, how drugs almost... They ended his 30-year career because Uh of injuries he got. Using drugs that were legal to use during work and after work. Opiate painkillers. That's what he was addicted to.
1: I cannot believe... Okay, I have to make a sidebar for a second here. I cannot believe that doctors prescribed fentanyl still.
0: Right. I thought the same thing. I was like, isn't that that drug that's killing people? The but drug it is, isn't that it? is
1: killing people it is. Okay. in Canada and other parts of this country. And doctors are prescribing this to people. It's insane. But marijuana, no! Well,
0: exactly. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dude was right. Dude said that there are people who are, he called them the community bullies. Yes. Who it's their way or the highway. And I've got to admit. Me personally, I haven't really been connected on boards to too many of those people. Maybe, as I sit here and think about it, maybe one time, just once. Other than that, people I've dealt with have been very, very, very reasonable, okay? So it's amazing to me that they, in a town their size, which isn't that big, okay, they had multiple bullies, Right. They're going around and it's, you know, their way or the highway. And I sat there and I thought about it and I was like, well, but are they bullies? And by my definition, they are bullies because they don't just go online and post their opinion. They actually show up at meetings and demand that the city council does things their way. Like the dude was yelling about, "We no, we want to talk now. I Mean the damn mayor had to look at him and that's the only time he looked like a mayor, if you ask me, when he looked over and said Yeah, the mayor was an interesting, dude. was he wearing like he's an
1: unbuttoned polo shirt and unbuttoned he's polo the mayor. shirt and normal
0: shorts, man. Like it was weird. He had long pants on, but it, they looked kinda short. Like, you know, golf pants. They're little hires, they don't get stuck in the shoe. But hey, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Anyway. Oh dear. Anyway. Dude looks at him and goes, Well, that's you don't run the meeting. I do. It's like, yeah, you know what? I know the role and what, rule, what order we're supposed to do this in. I've been trained in that. I had to go to a damn class when I got elected. Right. So you don't know. So be quiet. Stop trying to tell me what to do. But, but did bro who wanted to speak actually put a speaker card in?
1: No. No. In fact... But he clearly didn't know how
0: meetings work. In fact, we forgot to mention that at this meeting, there's an interior room that isn't that big. But clearly, that city doesn't need it that big because, hey, they're about the same size as Los Alamitos and their city council chambers are about right. the same size as Los Alamitos. Right. Tiny.
1: There's just then there's they
0: added a, lot. a second room, which was like the lobby to city hall.
1: Yeah, and they put chairs out there. And they there. put
0: chairs out there. And then more chairs outside of that. So, on so the, there was a lot of people there.
1: On the way into the main city council chamber, where all of like the static seating is... They had a little table off to the side with a small stack of agendas, a small stack of this funky leaflet they were handing out, and a colossal stack of speaker cards. I mean, if there was a hundred copies of the leaflet, there was a thousand copies of the speaker card. Like, ten times as many. Yeah. It was a crap load. The stack was massive. Yet, what, twelve people bothered to put one in?
0: Yeah, which, it amazed me. That, that there's that many people there and only 12 people were speaking?
1: Also, I thought you had to put in a speaker card to be able to speak at a meeting.
0: At Is that a kind of a gray area? At their discretion, if there's, like, okay, tonight they had, what, 12 people speak, so they had 60 minutes, right? Well, yeah. if they had scheduled 90 minutes in their agenda for public speaking time, at his discretion he could cut it off there. Or allow Cause thirty. There's no more cards. Or allow thirty more minutes because there's no more cards. But
1: if there was four hundred minutes of speaker cards, they have to let all four hundred let it go. Speak. Yep. I see. So essentially, so turning
0: you, in a card guarantees that you get to speak.
1: Essentially, the end of the speaker cards could have been the end of the meeting, but he was decided to be respectful of the opinions of the citizens and allow them all who, to speak if they wanted to. Who,
0: by the way, had spent the better part of two hours calling him and the rest of his colleagues not transparent, yeah. Um, clueless, bumbling. I mean, these are the things that were said about them.
1: Also, I have one mildly insulting comment about that room full of people. They're the loudest whisperers I've heard in my entire life. <laughs> if you are whispering to the person next to you, I should not be able to hear clearly the exact words you're saying. And the, the tone or the volume at which I'm talking right Wait. now when is the level that they were whispering
0: wait, wait wait so you mean i'm not whispering right now no what do you mean i'm not whispering right am now I am whispering i whispering now <laughs> how about now how about oh there you? we go there we go now i'm whispering what the hell is that about i don't You're right know. it was i heard that. that too
1: it's like shut your pie hole if you don't know how to whisper don't fucking try to whisper
0: the guy next to me And the wife in front of them—the
1: one that looked like the lady from Grey's Anatomy—yes,
0: they are in favor of this because of the money. That's fair. And you want to know how I know that? Because because I heard them whispering to each other.
1: Oh my god! Okay, there was a dude that was like second row from the back in the inner room, and Uh he was sitting on the end. And he's the dude who told the other dude he was blocking his view. He had like a ten-minute quote-unquote whisper conversation with his neighbor about how the city council is pocketing all of this money and how they're all idiots, and he can't believe the left-wing idiots of La Palma elected those people to the city council. Now, I'm pretty sure by the results of the vote on the legalization of marijuana in 2016 that La Palma is anything but left-wing.
0: Right. They're extremely conservative. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Mike. And I truly hope you extremely. enjoy the show. So, you're able to subscribe to the show on iTunes. Because for one thing, Google I think play, if I'm right, their Stitcher, demographic is a little so older, so as to never miss an episode.
1: If the city council if meeting tonight 10, is
0: any, play, an any indication of what their, their there,
1: demographic is, that's you accurate. Wow, well, well, seems like a retirement shows,
0: community type of it, place. Present, it just depends to me like to yogis. Okay, Podcast Network, the mayor seemed all too com, familiar with most of those people that were slash, speaking. Which tells me that they're regulars because
1: they play bridge together. Thanks,
0: but it tells me they're regulars at these meetings right like these people are regulars
1: well and a lot of them sounded like they were his neighbors like it doesn't seem to me like there's a lot of residential area in that
0: was office. the part that pissed me off too why does everybody if you talk about homelessness if you talk about addiction if you talk about marijuana why does everybody make the comment that the elected officials don't care about this because it's not going to be near their homes right Yet multiples of those people who spoke were like oh you're my neighbor oh you're my neighbor uh, sounds to me like if it affects your homes and that's what you're so upset about and they live in your neighborhood, it's going to affect their homes too. And even if it didn't, who cares? Their job is to represent everybody. Oh, and that brings me to the people who are bitching that why can't we vote on it? Well, you know what? If you want to vote on everything, then why did you elect a city council to represent you?
1: Yeah, why not just have big, massive city meetings where all of the voter ability able people show up but you know why but you
0: know why they don't do that because because
1: five people would
0: still make the decision and it would cost more to have those five people do that because of the security measures that you have to take than it would be to have a city council and pay them their measly two hundred dollars a month yep okay that's the point so you get people who are civic minded who want to make a difference and they get in there yeah you know what there's some power involved there
1: wasn't there a TV show or a movie where everybody was carrying around, like, a little transponder with them and they had to vote on literally everything? Yes, I was thinking of that when we were talking like, about it earlier. crimes and yeah. stuff. Like, whether people were guilty or innocent and they voted on it.
0: Yeah. I can't that- remember what it's called, but that's interesting. We'll have to Google that later. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. It is a little bit of power if it's handled incorrectly. That's the thing. You know you're being elected to a spot where you have a 20% vote for the entire community on an issue. Right. 20% is a lot. You know, if your revenue in your business increases 20% from this week to last week, Yeah. you're going to be pretty freaking happy. Right. So 20% is a pretty big chunk, and that's what you get is a vote. But if you take that vote and you use it, For the best interests of the people you represent and you try to represent the majority's feelings Mm -hmm. you can't go wrong but sometimes but sometimes the majority is on the wrong side of the issue and you want to know what I'm going to tell you something else I'm going to tell you something else sometimes the majority is on the wrong side of the issue but I'm actually going to say that You can be right, and they could pick a different path, and their path is also right. Because there's, it's not always black and white. Sometimes there's three possible answers, and two of them are good. Or one of them might be better than the other, but the other one has its own strategies behind it. It's still a good answer. They might choose that answer. Just because you don't agree with that doesn't mean they're screwing up. Because that's what it comes out like. You're not doing it my way, so you're wrong.
1: You were getting way too philosophical on this topic.
0: Because it pisses me off how people act. This is how people act online all the time.
1: I have to tell you something, though, which is hilarious. Okay, so this person, and I'm not going to name any names because, you know, Mm. I'm well-behaved, and I've been taught well, comments about how they were really, really upset that... Three out of the five city council members voted against what the people wanted tonight. Correct. Okay.
0: I remember we are already told me this.
1: Uh, yes, but it, it gets uh, I understand. So then I, I responded saying that they haven't done anything, that they're asking opinions, and I said, don't lie to people. It's ridiculous. Okay. Did I call this person a liar? No. Did I imply that they'd lied? Yeah. Yeah. I implied it. I didn't say that she'd lied. I said, don't lie to people.
0: This is just a general statement. Leaving
1: sentence. it open for she could have been misinformed yeah, and not lying. coming up. Whatever.
0: She's guilty conscience coming up.
1: And then she comes back and says, I was misinformed that the meeting had ended. Thanks for calling me a liar instead of explaining that I'd been misinformed.
0: Well, first of all, you didn't start your message with, someone told me that three council members right. voted in their own interest. You started it with, tonight... Three council members voted in their own interest. So, how is anyone supposed to tell you you're misinformed?
1: Precisely. When
0: you didn't, you stated it as you were there and you know for a fact it happened, and we know it didn't happen because there was no vote scheduled tonight or even two weeks from tonight.
1: Also, I feel like if I'd have called her heinously misinformed, like I kind of wanted to, the butthurt meter would have shot straight off the fucking scale. There's um, that
0: word everybody loves butthurt. Well,
1: you know. And then, so I responded in my sassy, sassy, sassiest way. I didn't call you a liar. I asked you not to lie to people. The difference in those two things is pretty large. Thanks for overreacting. Yeah. So, this person... Did
0: they re- overreact even more?
1: Decided that they no longer wanted to have this conversation in public and decided to stick it to private message.
0: O-M-G. Ahem. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> what?
0: Same rules apply.
1: I know. I, I didn't appreciate this at all. She says, if I tell a lie, I am a liar. If I am a liar, I have told a lie. I don't agree. I feel like a liar is somebody who lies continuously. Exactly. And if you've lied once, you're not a liar. And I liar. would
0: literally say to her, I would literally say to her, I couldn't possibly call you a liar because by my definition, a liar is someone who lies continuously. I don't know you well enough to know whether you lie continuously or not, so I couldn't possibly have called you a liar in my philosophy.
1: We share a brain sometimes. I said, unfortunately, I'm not willing to use your definition of those words. But that's okay. You go ahead and think I called you a liar. To be honest, I couldn't care less. Take care. And then she sends me another private message in another thread asking me how long I've lived in La Palma and if I pay property taxes.
0: She's None one of, of those people. None of that matters.
1: Yeah, like eat a dick.
0: So it's, so you should be allowed. So you should be allowed to lie because you pay property taxes. Yeah, that's what that comes off like.
1: But me wanting the truth is not allowed. If I don't live in La Palma, haven't lived there for nine hundred eighty-seven thousand years, and if I don't pay property taxes, well, eat a dick is my response to that. Though I did not say that to her. I was much nicer. Eat. I Well,
0: but quite honestly, where you live has nothing to do with where you're interested in, in in events. Like, for instance, okay, if you live in Buena Park or Cerritos or Cyprus and you don't want marijuana cultivation facilities in your area, in then your you- city, then you're going to go oppose this one because your thought process is... As soon as they put one in that touches, in a city that touches your city, that they're going to bleed over into your city because like, okay, remember when Cyprus was considering the tattoo shop and what did the staff talk to them about? They called Artesia, which was the name is a close neighboring city. It's like two cities over. Mm -hmm. It it touches Cerritos, which touches, you know, Cyprus and places. Um, or actually, La Palma, which Well, because his is. Anyway, other
1: tattoo shop was in Artesia. Right, and so and they checked on to it to see
0: what kind of citizen his shop was, right? How good of a citizen were they? Yeah. And they got glowing reviews. So it was four to one, and they voted and allowed him the the use permit. Well, that's kind of like the situation here. If, you're oppo- if you live in Buena Park and you're opposed to this, you're going to want to oppose it. And by the same token, if you're for it... You're going to want it to go in there because then it will hopefully bleed over into your city. And you can say to your city council, look at how much money La Palma's making. Look at how well it's going over there. They have not had an increase in crime. They have not had... Because they're the trailblazer for you to prove that the naysayers were wrong.
1: When you live somewhere where the cities are all on top of one another... You should be on top of the issues that are happening in your neighboring cities.
0: Exactly.
1: Whether or not you're loudly voicing an opinion on those issues is... I can see both sides of it. I can see both sides. Anyway.
0: But I I, I could also see both sides, but I just gave you the reason and the strategic Uh plan behind getting involved in that. Because you're basically saying to yourself, look, in my city... There is huge opposition to this. It's like right now, if there was a vote, it would be one yes and four no's, let's say. And you know this. So how are you going to persuade those four no's to yeses? Well, you know in La Palma that it's already three in favor and two opposed. Mm-hmm. So you work to get one of the two that are opposed in favor just in case one of the in favors drops out. So you're still guaranteed a three to two win. That's your, your initial strategy. Then... You help them succeed. You get involved and you help them succeed. And you help them do better and better and better. Then, now they're succeeding, right? And it's working. Now you go to your city and you say, Look, Mr. No, look at what's going on over there. Look at how much money they're making. You know how you guys are talking about there's not enough police in the street and crime is going up and you need more policemen? There you go! How many policemen can you get for $2 million a year? Direct to the bottom line. Hey! Probably a couple. So, anyways. So, and my point being, you, you're by saying that you threw me off where I was. Sorry. Held. So you're showing them the benefits that they're getting in the other city, and they're like, "Oh, okay. You know what? I was worried that the crime was going to go up, but there's the proof that it hasn't." And I mean, it's not apples to oranges; it's apples to apples because hey, you know, our cities touch each other, so we're sharing the same group of people and you it bleeds out and that's the objective that's why you support it you're right like where you come from the cities and towns are so spread apart that one really shouldn't have a say in what the other one does but i'm sure even then there are probably commerce issues and things like that that other cities want to get involved in that's why the whole argument about do you pay um do you pay property taxes that's a bigoted comment because
1: oh yeah, she's a bitch. Because, I don't give a shit who hears either, it.
0: Because if you you either pay rent or you pay a mortgage, and their attitude is if you pay rent, you're you know lower oh, yeah. than them. They're better than you. Sorry, my you're low no income better.
1: rent paying clearly doesn't matter to her. And I I honestly in my fact,
0: response to that is also eat a dick. Want to know one argument I've heard against home ownership and in favor of renting?
1: There's lots of them.
0: One I've heard is when you own a home and the toilet needs a new seat, you pay for it. When you rent, the landlord pays for it. Uh-huh. When you own a place, you're paying a mortgage that's higher than the rent because you're going to get a tax break back, and so it makes it essentially equal to the rent. So the the argument is you own that property, but my argument is, yeah, but you also own all the liabilities that go along with that property. If, if someone falls down the stairs in your apartment building, you get sued. Exactly. But if someone falls down the stairs in the apartment building you rent from, ha, you've got no liability at all. So meanwhile, you keep paying the same rent you would have paid in mortgage.
1: Exactly. And you don't
0: technically own anything. But hey, when you're all done, let me ask you a question. How many people do you actually know who have the deed to their home because they've paid it off and it's theirs 100% so that when they sell it, they do not have to give up any portion of the proceeds None. to a bank. I know nobody. My parents. Maybe them. Yeah. That'd probably be it.
1: They bought their house outright in the 70s. There you go. So that would be
0: it. That's it. One couple. That's it. One. That's it. One. And I would have to say, because I know them, I only know one. I would have said Zero. But when you say that, one, I don't know anybody who's...
1: Yeah, I, I think even my aunt and uncle refinanced theirs. Like,
0: that's the thing. <laughs> everybody has a mortgage. Everybody's paying rent. So, right. guess what? When I'm tired of this place, I can go rent somewhere else. Exactly. And guess what? I get back the majority of my deposit. In fact, I've been here long enough that I probably get back all my deposit. Exactly. Okay, now, when you sell your place, you've got to pay off your, your mortgage, Hundred percent. Before you and can if move on, the
1: market on. crashes, you get fucked.
0: So if you get, yeah, like if in the time that you're waiting, the market goes way down and you lose, you know, you, you, it's it's was worth five hundred thousand and now it's worth three hundred thousand and your and your loan is seven hundred thousand. Well, guess what? You're screwed because even if you sell for three hundred thousand, you you pay it off. You still owe money. Now what do you do? Like there's. There's issues, but I understand there's tax breaks, etc. So please well, is, don't, please is. don't send hate mail to info at network dot com or do. telling me how uh, crazy I am. Or you know, don't go to network dot com forward slash feedback and. Tell me how nuts I am for thinking this because I think you should there's there's Everyone arguments. Telling me he's nuts. There's arguments on both sides. I see the homeownership argument, I see the renter's argument. My point in bringing this up had nothing to do with proving who was right and who was wrong, and everything to do with guess what? Both opinions are valid.
1: Can I get back to my a
0: renter can have an opinion and a homeowner can have an opinion on an issue. Doesn't make you better because you're a homeowner.
1: Can I get back to my point from like five no. minutes ago before you cut me off and went on no. your tirade?
0: No, you can't. because
1: now I can't remember what it was.
0: That's good. I figured as much. That's why I said no.
1: You're an asshole. Because
0: really, I, I don't care if you do or you don't. But I figured you wouldn't know it, so therefore I said no. And I was right. Look at that. Oh, oh you remember The only no.
1: other point I wanted to make... No, this is something different. The only other point I wanted to make about my interaction with this lady, person, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. is uh, her second message where she asked me how much property taxes I pay... She said, Sorry for bothering you again. And I started with, You're not sorry. Like, don't lie. Now she's a liar because she's not sorry. Not sorry
0: at all. But that's still not consistently not telling the truth.
1: Now she's been in. Now she's. She's getting there though. Strike
0: three and you're out. That's why baseball has three strikes, damn it. I keep telling you this.
1: Currently, all of my. I
0: was a baseball player, therefore, we must. Use three strikes or else it doesn't work for me.
1: Currently, all two of my interactions with her have been filled with lies. That's very disappointing to me. I don't appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I'm I thought likely about that earlier. am
1: likely not going to respond again because, you know... You
0: don't really strikes. want to be totally disappointed. You just want to leave her dangling, and I don't blame you. Yeah. See, but, I've learned when to quit. But it's just... <laughs> to a point. But it just comes back to this whole situation. Like, someone said in our group that... People are afraid of things they don't understand, and it's totally true. But then here's the thing if yeah. something you don't understand and you know that you're automatically afraid of those things, why don't you educate yourself on the topic? I mean, is this any different than the discussion we had about Measure A in Cyprus? Or legalizing marijuana Proposition 64 on 2016 in California. Literally no. It's not any different. It's all the same. I don't care if you're voting on a citywide idea. If you're coming to a city council meeting to argue your idea. If you're voting on a countywide, a statewide, or nationwide agenda. Do your research and know who you're voting for or what you're voting for. I have figured
1: out who's truly ruining the world.
0: People who—I mean, it's not the millennials.
1: No, come on, it's not.
0: come on! Everybody says it's the millennials.
1: No, I'll give you—even the
0: millennials Shut say it's up. the millennials.
1: I'll give you this: a portion of the people ruining the world are millennials.
0: Okay, I, I can buy that. Okay, because that would mean that I thought they were everybody, but maybe there's more, and I can be open to the fact that there might be more.
1: The people who are ruining the world are the people who don't bother to do any research before they vote on something, and then yes. the other people who are ruining the world are the people who don't bother to vote on anything because they just can't be bothered to be informed or do anything with their life? They're in the same boat. So...
0: But here's a question for you. Who's worse?
1: The people who vote when they're not informed.
0: Mm, but are I think they? they're worse. Are they worse than people who are informed but choose not to vote?
1: Yes, because the people who are uninformed but still vote are giving their vote to the person who misinformed them. And they're letting that person have multiple it's voices. an interesting
0: argument. I can see both sides of that one, too. Yeah. Because... It could be argued that the person who's informed is so well informed that they're going to know that if they don't vote, that their vote's going to matter so much that the other side's going to win. And yet because of being a big baby or for whatever reason, they choose not to vote.
1: To be completely honest with you, now that I give it like one more minute of thought... I don't think either is worse than the other. I think no, they're, they're both, both equally all bad. awful. Well,
0: and that's the point, point. and We're, contributing. But that's the point the I was world. kind of making: is everybody does the whole? Oh, well, the city council only has two choices: they can either approve this ordinance or they can deny the ordinance. No, they could narrow the ordinance. Isn't that what the mayor was trying to say? Yes. Like, which of these things are we forced to have all of these things? Well, no, you can pick just one. And now, the the
1: the difference is. Now let's
0: be honest: you can't have cultivation if you don't have distribution. You have to have both of those. Those go together the same way sales and um, deliveries go together.
1: The difference is that it's easy to point out the people who just didn't bother to vote. You actually have to have a conversation to figure out the people who pulled something out of their ass to vote on.
0: Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Completely agreed.
1: So if you really want to vote on something, perhaps you should consider giving it a read. Maybe yeah, at least sure even read it. the fucking synopsis.
0: Yeah, make sure you understand it. That at way.
1: least get a brief summary.
0: Well, and that's the same with... It's a little more difficult with candidates. Because, you know, you can't listen to what other people say about a candidate. You just can't. You can... I suppose you could make what people say about a candidate inspire you to research them more yeah, but I don't think you should let it inform your decision Mm-mm. because people come into things like that and discussions like that with their own biases and you might not agree with where they're coming from on those biases. So you owe it to yourself and to your community to do the research and not spread lies about people. Yeah but this is this overall is the mentality that we see today and like you know like Abe said, on you know last night's show, people want to yell at the food that the chef screwed up.
1: If everybody took all the information they heard about, I don't know, a candidate, an issue, whatever, pick your thing. If everybody took all of the information that the media was barfing, if they took all of the information that they saw being spewed around online, if they took all of the information that if it's a candidate, the candidate provides, or if it's a, a thing all the things that the ballot measure initiative, whatever, has in it, they could likely make an informed decision. And they're not going to agree with the person sitting next to them. They're not going to agree with the person who lives three doors down from them completely. But at least they're making their informed decision. And if people don't make informed decisions, the democracy's a lie.
0: Exactly. But here's the thing, though. It it is kind of akin to what um, Abe was trying to say. You know, people... People set out on this path and they get all self-righteous about, you know, oh my God, you know, can you believe that Trump, you know, he did this and Trump did that and Trump did this other thing and blah, 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 blah. Well, let's be real, okay? He may have gotten elected on the premise that, you know, he's going to kick ass and all this stuff. But the reality is, like all of them before him, They get into office, and there's only so much power the president has over his own government. He's essentially the representative of the United States, a figurehead, so to speak, because the president's only real job in the democracy is to sign or veto laws, and he is like the executive branch's CEO. He heads up all the different departments, like the FBI is part of the Justice Department. He's... The head, he's their boss.
1: Exactly. Okay?
0: So he's like the CEO. But the reality is, he doesn't make laws. He influences the creation of the laws. So he's at the same mercy that Obama was at, that Bush was at, that Clinton was at. They're at the mercy of Congress and the Senate. So when people are bitching and moaning about how this country is so effed up, Maybe they should think about the fact that these people don't have term limits. So they've been in there for 30 years setting policy. If you don't like where the country is, those people got to go.
1: And if you've been sitting in an office in Washington for 30 years, how
0: informed do you really think you are with what the people actually want? And the thing about that is, to be honest with you, I think if you handled your job the right way, which is getting out and about to the cities you represent, or in this case, the state state that you represent, or the area of a state that you represent, you got to get back there, okay? So, especially on weekends, you need to come back and you need to attend events that happen on weekends and get to know what's going on with your constituents. Because then you can go back to Washington and actually represent what they want.
1: If the state is represented by two senators, yes, then do those two senators um, need to interact with all 39 million people kind of thing? Like they're representative of all 39 million people? Yes. So you essentially have two senators that represent you in the U.S. Yes. Interesting.
0: And then our representatives are, you know, one district. per so many people. That's like people.
1: the 48th district. The right, whatever the one
0: per so ever many people. So it's like huh. probably two hundred to 300,000 people. It's interesting. But the point is that people, you know, they make these wild accusations and they point fingers, but really, how about we look at the, Children being separated from their parents. That's been a United States policy for 21 years. So instead of going, Trump did this and Trump did that, how about we simply say... We
1: need to fix this. We this need is to problem. fix this
0: because it's looking bad. We look like uh, child abusers
1: how in about the United we? How States. So let's
0: fix that and change this policy.
1: How about everybody steps up and realizes that they didn't know this has been going on for the last 20 years. Right. And that instead of getting all mad and embarrassed that they didn't know that, just steps up and was like, well, we didn't know about this. This is unacceptable. Fix this.
0: Exactly. Instead of pointing fingers and then people will then argue back to well no, Trump didn't have to enforce it. Well no, but neither did Obama and neither did Bush and neither did Clinton. None of them had to enforce these rules, but they did.
1: Like who cares?
0: But they did that's my point. None of them had to, but they did. But that's beside the point. If you change the rule, then there's nothing for them to enforce.
1: Right. So how about how about anybody who's listening to this, if you're non-supportive of the separation at the border, how about you step up and stop pointing any fingers and organize some people who are going to get mad and get this policy changed?
0: Right. it's t- you t- You've got to take action, people. Because, you know, it's just like this. Like, I can't. You know what? This episode's going to be called La Palma Wants to Get on the Canny Bus. That's going to be the name of the episode. And you need to get on the bus. When there's an issue... Maybe not
1: the candy bus.
0: Whenever there's an issue, whatever that issue is, there's a bus for that issue. Get on it. It's going to drive through empty if you don't get on it. Right. Have your voice be heard. And you know what? That's the thing. I don't care if you're just one person who feels a certain way. Just one. If you're the only person and you quite literally don't know anyone else who thinks like you do. Nobody else. Your wife, your boyfriend, girlfriend... Husband, father, mother, sister, uncle, aunt, grandparents, whatever. Then none of out. them agree with you. None of them have the same opinion as you. You're the only one of your circle that has that opinion. Guess Someone what? else out of the three hundred. Someone else people? out of all the people in the yeah. world, or in this especially in this country, Shares have it the with similar you. opinion to you. It might not be exactly the same, but it's similar enough that you two are gonna get along if you meet.
1: And if you can reach them Maybe you find your people and they'll connect you with more people. that's the
0: point. Never give up. You know what? Like, I'm going to just say this. In my situation, I had a lot of people locally who were like, oh, and it's still going on. Okay? Still Mm -hmm. going on, the whining, bitching, and moaning. But you know what? 15,200 plus voted for me.
1: That's awesome.
0: And that... Is way more than I would have ever expected. And that is a place to start. And that's why I'm not letting go of the agenda. And why I'm staying involved in these issues. And I really appreciate. And I have to say this publicly. That you support me in that. And you help me by noticing things that might be of interest to us. Because you noticed this. And pointed it out to me. And then we decided to go do it.
1: 15,000 people voted for you and expected you to be the voice for them. Why does why do you have to not be the voice for them because you didn't get elected?
0: Yeah. That's a good point.
1: You ran for office to be the voice for these people, well, and you know,
0: not to speak for him, but the other gentleman in the race since there was only two of us. Yeah. I'm um, sure
1: people can figure out who He has is. a similar attitude. I know. Seems like an A plus two. And that's exactly
0: correct. You know what? I said this to you about the school board election. You make connections and those connections give you a voice. And if you're able to use that voice for good and to accomplish things that need to be accomplished, then you don't need to be an elected official. You can just have an agenda and help get that agenda pushed. Exactly. Yeah. I, I admit it you have to have an agenda but the uh, but that's not some sinister thing you know when you have an agenda for a meeting it's a plan for how the meeting is going to go and you put topics in a certain order because you either know what's going to be more controversial what's going to be less controversial what's going to require more talking time what's going to require less talking time you tend in my meetings I tend to like the things that require the most talking time up front where you can give the most energy because mm. of the stuff that requires the least conversation, like quick yes, no, yeah, we'll do that. And okay, no, we won't do that. No, that's too much money. Yes, I approve of that. Oh, Those like things at little, the end.
1: I like to get the little shit out of the way first. Though, and, and I like to, to look take at them at
0: the last part because there's, they require no energy to answer. But I see. the other thing requires energy, so I like to have that up front. But, are you hot? Put your tongue away, dingus. And he threw me off for the third time during this podcast. Good.
1: You've done it to me podcast like seven would have been over times.
0: 75 minutes ago had you not derailed me three different times. So.
1: For the people who can't see it, I am rolling my you're eyes. You're as bad as, 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 as the uninformed voters. Suck.
0: And by the way, people, the we're not in any way saying that. Everybody is an uninformed voter. No. We're not even saying that most people are uninformed voters. But let's face it.
1: We're saying The group of
0: uninformed voters is large enough that it affects outcomes of elections. And that's who the parties are aiming their rhetoric at.
1: They, political campaigns advertise to people so that they get their name in front of them So that when those people are blindly checking boxes on election day, they'll remember that name. Let's be
0: real. Well, for sure. And you know what? If you have enough money in a political campaign situation, and I would say county level, state level, or above, and you have enough money behind you, you can conduct a study to see how you're going to do with members of your own party. Mm -hmm. Then that same study will tell you what the voter turnout is going to be for your party. All predictive analytics. Mm -hmm. So from that, you know how many of them are going to come out, and you know what percentage of them you're likely to gather. You know how many votes you're going to get from your party. Right. And then those same statistics tell you how many of the Democrats you're going to get on your side, how many of the Republicans you're going to get on your side. So then you have this pool. Well, let's say you have 29,000 votes and you know you're going to need 32,000 to win. How are you going to get 3,000 more votes? Well...
1: You aim for the voters that voters. don't
0: have any information. You aim for them and you pull some trick to convince them to vote for you because they vote for you because of a slogan. They vote for you because of some outrageous thing you said. I personally think that's how Trump got elected. Yeah. I think he played towards the. And by no means do I mean, again, that, the, that everybody who voted for Trump is uninformed because I think it was. Very, very close in the informed voters, like 50-50. It was the uninformed voters who tipped the ship. Yep. And they kind of fell prey to his, like, you know, let's face it. She was a terrible candidate. And that's what did it. It wasn't anything. It wasn't that people were voting for him. They were voting against her. Right. I know libertarians who were going to vote for Gary Johnson who ended up voting for Trump. Because they didn't want her to win. So they were voting against her.
1: Don't even get me started on that. I don't want to talk about it. It's that. outrageous
0: to me when people do that shit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I feel like we've rambled for a really long time. We? And the original topic was about
1: you know, the <laughs> marijuana
0: cultivation. But here's the final you know bottom line on that. It was clearly labeled... As a public hearing only. The agenda did not have anything on it that said anything about a vote being taken, did it? Not a word. Nope. So that means no vote was going to be taken. Yet people like your friend that you're talking to there Uh, seem to have thought that a vote was taken.
1: I'm casually ignoring that. And I'm like
0: kind of tired of the attitude that it's my way or the highway. I saw that with Measure A. I see it with the public attacks that are, I don't care how you put it, false attacks. Sorry, they are. Yeah. I think it's pretty scary that people think that they should just be able to yell the loudest and they'll get their way.
1: That's what I yelled in fake Mike Pence's face. Just because you're louder doesn't mean you're right.
0: That's and I screamed th- it in his face, too. Well, that's the thing. But that's the thing. They think that if they're louder, that's why That's why they have... I mean, I was impressed when I was reading the Buena Parks, um, basically their code of conduct for their city council. They're not allowed to stack the room. Uh-huh. So if they have an issue where it's two to two and one person's undecided and they're trying to convince them, they're not allowed to go out and find supporters And invite them to the meeting. They are supposed to invite all sides to the meeting. And I was impressed with that. That's ethical. Because what the bullies do is they make damn sure that they have more people there. Why? Because they think that if they're louder, they're correct. Lots of
1: people seem to.
0: And as we saw with the Cyprus Measure A thing, which by the way won by over 3,000 votes, wasn't even close. Anyway, as we saw with that, only the one person kept asking, what's your substantive argument against the measure? Haven't seen anything from your side, but the other side has presented a substantive argument in favor of the measure. So I'm waiting for you, in all fairness, to provide a substantive argument against the measure and if you can't or won't I'm gonna have to go with these people and not you to me that is the most unbiased neutral uh, approach to any problem solving like tonight those people shouldn't have been there with a preconceived notion they should have been look here's my problem I think it's gonna increase crime show me that it's not yep there you go I gave you my issue and this is what I was talking about at the very beginning what did the city try to do
1: Give them all the facts before they...
0: But how? Them. they? You said it as well. They listened to what was said on social media, no matter how asinine or obscure, weird, out there it was, and they responded to it. Yep, they sure did. They responded to it and gave an answer to the question, no matter how asinine the question was. A question could have been, is it true that this ordinance will legalize Santa Claus... To live with a group of aliens. Green aliens. Now that's asinine. People know there's no Santa Claus and there's no green aliens. But yet people are gonna ask those kind of questions because they're insane. People are nuts. Mm-hmm. And when they're in a crowd of other people who are like-minded, they're even nuttier. And that and that dude was very prophetic. Saying that the bullies are going to be here. He basically, without saying it, was saying the bullies are out there. And they're going to scream and yell the loudest. And they're going to try to tell you that that's the right thing. And they are. It's pretty sad. Pretty sad. Mm-hmm. So, Yogi, do you approve of our episode tonight? No, he doesn't. He approves. He says it's allowed him to get comfortable and get his belly scratches in. And he's a very happy little Karen Carrier. Who just happens to own a multi-million dollar podcast network. Him. This guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Millionaire. Millionaire dogist. August. Anyway, any comments, concerns, questions, info at yogispodcastnetwork.com.
1: Good night, everyone.
0: Hasta la bye-bye.